Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is March the 24th, 2019. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And anytime you're ready, brother. Okay. Um, yeah, see, uh, they all want uh, or claiming that they want this full disclosure, every document, every this, every that, Pelosi and them. And this guy that's the head of the Judicial Committee, they are Nadler, I believe it is. They nuts. <laughs> they don't realize what the hell's in there. Because if they get everything, the people are going to see that they knew before anything started. They started this crap with them uh, back in 2015. They knew that he had not done anything after the election, during the election, and since. But they kept pushing for the special prosecutor. Well, there's a little situation there that if they uh, call for and establish a special prosecutor and it's done under false pretenses uh, or fraudulent pretenses, they in the Congress, uh, whether they be senator or representatives, uh, they'd be guilty of what you call that little bitty word treason. You know, they get to go to that house called treason, and uh, like I said in that one letter I wrote, I said, and folks, you know, over in that house called treason, they still shoot folks. <laughs> and uh, so uh, what's going to happen is if it comes out, it's going to disclose the lie that Congress established and the FBI and them was involved in it. Now the question is going to be, if they did that, it's going to prove, or they're going to have to own up that they left the original organic constitution, and yet they claim they swore an oath to it. That's called treason. Or they're going to have to admit that they're foreign agents paid for by and of a corporation called United States of America, Inc., a foreign corporate status state. That's why you're called an alien. You're alien and foreign to the theorem of the United States Corporation with Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And they changed the law. They changed all kinds of crap in 33. Now, either way, you heard that old saying, uh, they but be stretched over a rain barrel and it's thinner than a gnat's ass over a 55-gallon rain barrel. That's pretty damn thin, dude. I wrote that judicial commissioner a, a letter. And I said, uh, I told him basically that. And I said, now, I said, we want to see just 
you're willing to stick that pike up your arse, so to speak, you have a great day in America. Hot damn, it's a good day. Shalom. And I signed out. So I imagine it's going to get serious and it's going to get that way quick. But um, see, the people, the bad part, Jim, is that the people really are not aware or most of them have no clue as to what's going on and what is being done. And if you said a communist or you said a socialist, um, both terms were created by uh, people here in the United States and in the United Kingdom, um, and um, that's where those two terms originated from. <clears throat> One of wow. them is an advanced degree. What you got? No, no, no. I was just saying, wow, that's a lot of people don't well, know that. Uh, no, I know they don't. And uh, you're going to have to go back to 1776 and 1774. And uh, you're going to see, um, what was it, 1917 with Russia and what started. And uh, anyway, these things that I put in by Gordon Maxwell and uh, Michael Perlanger, especially Maxwell, is going to just really, I mean, you talking about jerk the drawers off of the pooch, yeah, they're going to do it. But um, the people will go to waking up and see, just like religion, they're going to find out just how false religion is and what they've been doing all this time. They know what they're doing. And um, But you see, that there is called a failure to pass knowledge. And when you fail to pass knowledge, that's called fraud. Fraud in the contemplating of it Fraud in the execution of it, fraud in the continuum of it, and fraud by failure to pass knowledge is constructive fraud. I mean, you begin to see what I'm saying? I mean, uh, listen here, brother. Uh, their fanny is going to get uh, wider and wider. It'd be easy to drive a deuce and a half through their anal constriction before it's over with. And uh, so um, as you begin to look, you're you see, in the house of falsehood with religion is coming to pass. And see, uh, the Pope wears the fish hats of Dagon, the fish god, because they were under the sign of Pisces. Pisces, the fish. Uh, in Moses' time, they were under the ram. Aries, the ram. And then before that, they were under uh, Taurus, the bull. Uh, Apis, and... Uh, and uh, uh, Mothaism, uh, you see, I mean, uh, everything that's here, they're following the signs of the Zodiac. It's an astro-theological type of uh, belief structure. <laughs> and the Hebrews, uh, the uh, the ones called Hebrew Israelites, uh, boy, I'm going to let Maxwell explain that. That is so sweet. I am telling you, it is delicious. And... Uh, he shows them how they put those terms together and uh, where they come from. And uh, see, uh, everybody talks about Hebrew Israel being monotheistic. That is bullshit. They were what you call henotheistic. Now, you need to look that word up. It's H-E-N-O 
P-H-E-O-I-S-T-I-C. Theos is God or divine. And so if you are henotheistic, you look it up, the root's going to carry you right back to Hinduism, and people are going to say, man, they're polytheistic, they're this, they're that. No, they are not. You have to listen to what it means and look at the definition of what it tells you the meaning is. And um, that's why I've said for years, I said, uh, the, the Hindus don't worship all kinds of gods. They're not how they damn mind. Uh, they they know exactly what they're talking about, and uh, but um, see people have to get taught that. They, hell, they ain't never taught that. I mean, uh, I don't recall a ministry I've ever been to, or anywhere since 1976, and really as far as I can tell, going back to when uh, I got here, uh, back when Hector was a pup and he's riding in a red wagon with yellow wheels, as the old boy said. And that's been a day or two, and I have never heard them use the term henotheistic. And um, it will really make you go to thinking. But you see, like when you take the doctrine of the Trinity, as they teach it now, they say it's it's three in one oil. You know, it's just one oil, but it's three different aspects. But it was not. It was at least three different gods. And uh, so they had to convert the Holy Ghost, which was feminine, the Shekinah. They had to turn her into a male. And um, anyway, it really gets, it it is very informative, uh, very interesting. um, And uh, it will allow you to see that all these fears that people have put and taught to people uh, through uh, religion and government, um, listen here. Um, when the judge and them say uh, we need to order in the court, we need to get on with the business of court, brother. You better bet your sweet patootie. That's exactly what it is. It is a corporate business, and that is the law of the sea, Admiralty Maritime uh, uh, Law of the Sea that has come on the land. See, but even the scripture teaches that um, even the sea has a boundary. It can only stay there so long, and then it's got to return back to its boundaries. And we're in the time of the returning right now. But uh, it's going to get quite interesting in the next little bit. And It'll be a new world order, but I believe to them folks that have been calling it that, they're going to find out it's going to be a new world order. And uh, they're not going to like it. Uh, it's kind of like that uh, Russo man when they come in and uh, they uh, they had a mobster come in and scared Don Rickles so bad he peed and cracked all over himself. They said, Bubba, I mean, he turned loose everything. He didn't even need a fleet animal. He just kind of run down both legs, as the fellow said. He said, oh, he was a stinking dude. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, excuse me, um, I, three of four and four of four, I decided what I would do is I would go back and I would check what I was going to give out. And um, 
I would put the rest of the story in three of three and four of four. I tuned up one of four and two of four um, so that the people would get an idea. I've noticed that uh, they've been, for about four to six weeks back, they've had quite a few heavy downloads because of the type of information that was there. And uh, this one and the one next week, by the grace of Yava, is going to put a lot of information up front and personal. Now, you may be like uh, Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise in the movie. What's that, A Few Good Men? And uh, he said, all we want to know is the truth. (laughs) Cruise speaking. Jack Nicholson cracks back, and he said, truth? You can't handle the truth. We're going to find out who can fish. And we're going to find out who the bait cutters are. And we're going to find out who those are that want to abandon ship. But either way, it's coming out. Like it, lump it, win, lose, or drop. And between now and 2020, um, I really do believe that Trump is going to take and uh, nationalize, like several other countries have already done, the Federal Reserve. And they, uh, just a light study, have already determined that the banks and uh, those that's involved with this, the Goldman Sachs and so forth, they have skimmed $43 trillion from the people of America. And uh, now you're going to get into the St. Germain and Merlin type of trust, because uh, allegedly Merlin and St. Germain's the same character. But uh, here again, uh, you got to do a hell of a lot of study to get in this game, because um, uh, it is. It's a game. I mean, uh, you go to court, uh, you're out on the court like a tennis court. It's a game. It's got rules. And uh, you have to wake up and find out who it is that you're going to deal with and what's really going on. And uh, we've got to give a clear message and blow the trumpet with clear knowledge. And uh, those that want it are going to get it. They hunger and thirst after it, and it'll change them, and it'll set them free. There are those that claim they want to be, but uh, don't. And there are others that, oh, my God, they just flat don't want to know nothing about it. And then there are those that are going to hear it. And a fellow said, uh, if they had body socks on, they'd swear they were Venetian blinds. You know, them old kind years ago, you could rat push them up and down with a string. Well, uh, <laughs> them body socks will be like Venetian blinds. They'll be rolling up and rolling down. <clears throat> You're done. Yes, sir. I understand what you're saying because it'll make them shake, rattle, and roll all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we will. I mean, uh, but the the truth that's coming out, brother, that you're bringing forward, man, it seemed like people would be all over it. I mean, because that's what we're all searching for and looking for. I mean, it seems like Jim, I've been telling them this for years, but you had to. I had to be real careful when I started teaching this back in 90. 
I mean, I couldn't just up and fire up on somebody and let them know all this stuff. Uh, hell, it, I'd have been burned at the stake, as the fella said. Uh, and they'd have thought they were doing God a service, not realizing that uh, what they were fighting for, uh, uh, man, wasn't what they believed in or thought about at all. And um, anyhow, that's the way it is. I can understand that. That's why sometimes you look back and you think about <clears throat> what those ministers done to the people that didn't know which they're supposed they were supposed to teach them and all they were doing was you know taken from them to get gain and sure it's a non-profit business organization what is the business the business of buying and selling souls and shearing the flock them people wow. that's been teaching this crap they, they're lying they've been lying from the get-go and, uh, uh, oh, well, it, I mean, Jim, it's just, you have to do with what you can and go on about your business because uh, uh, that that's been done in darkness and in secret is going to come out, and that's just the way it is. Yes. And uh, you want me to start this, dude? It's a pretty good little spin here. Brother, whenever I, I, I you're ready. I don't think I give this. I don't think I shared this uh, with talk to you, but I've, I've taught it so many times now that I have to think about where in the thunder I've been when I did teach it. But um, I, I'm kind of put the pieces back in it that uh, was supposed to be in it that um, I was kind of holding back on a little bit because uh, of what it can do. And I, I had a couple of people read it and look at it. And, uh, man, it was jaw-dropping to them. But, uh, like that one lady told me, she said, Gary, my God, she said, honest to goodness, that if it wasn't you and I didn't know you, I, she said, oh, man, and all I've studied, she said, you're making me really dig. <laughs> and she said, it makes sense, every bit of it. But uh, there's no sense in telling somebody a lie. They're just going to find out you've been lying. Yes, sir. You just have to tell them the truth, and if they want to grab it, hallelujah. If they don't, well, hallelujah. But uh, whenever you're ready, brother, I'll drop a hammer on it. Brother, the floor is yours whenever you're ready. I mean, you just... Well, I was you're... trying to give them a little bit of a chance to kind of get in there because um, I know that they'll go back and listen, <clears throat> and really and truthfully, if, if, uh, if you can, folks... Um, I'd say about the last six to maybe eight weeks. If you look on there, you'll see the number of downloads start increasing. And um, I don't know how many people are really getting it, but I do know that it's being broadcast uh, for replay. Some places, um, I've heard uh, one guy uh, had like 27, 2,800 people. And another one had somewhere between 45 and 4,900, and they were rebroadcasting it. And people are waking up to it. And uh, they understand. They know it's real. And uh, it's just that they've had to study their tail off to get to it uh, because of the fact that it's, I mean, uh, you know, we were all taught one way. And uh, if you really go to find out and you really have a mind to, uh, there's things you're going to run across, and I guarantee you, man, I had to go back and study and go back and restudy and go back and study and restudy some more 
until I was finally convinced. I knew it was correct, but I just I had to be sure because I knew I didn't want to tell somebody something that was incorrect. And see, that's why uh, I never would uh, sell the gospel, so to speak. I never would make make a living off of it. And uh, they tried to get me to. But uh, uh, I just, uh, I knew freely I had got it. It's true, I had spent a lot of money going places and learning and uh, digging out books, old stuff, spending a lot of time reading. And uh, there would be times that I'd be here at the farm and I would have up to six books going at the same time. And uh, I would start reading, and I'd read one till I got tired, mark it, and grab another one. <coughs> and so um, I, I have no, I, I know I saved over $10,000 one year at Bookstop in San Antonio. And uh, just saying, now that's a 10% discount. And I saved on their registry. They showed I had saved 10000 and change. And uh, that's a lot of books. I was going to a, a shelf, a library shelf in uh, uh, the dining room. Uh, I had a computer set up in there, and I had two bookcases. And uh, I would change those things out about every six months. You can get a lot of books at a commercial bookshelf, and uh, I had built them in cabinet school uh, while I was kind of getting patched up, you know, getting back to where I could walk and things like that. I'd use my time. But uh, nevertheless, uh, this particular one is number three of four. Deals with the Ibionite Gnostics and their beliefs. Now, uh, I was dealing with Jim because uh, we were, he was asking questions and I'd get a question or he'd send me a, a video link and say, look at this, you know, and, and so I would. And, and so uh, when I addressed the class, this is how I started it. I just started it as if I was talking to Jim, which I really was. Mr. So Jim, this is another aspect of the pre-Christian structured creation of the modern concept of what today is called a church. In the period of times and teachings of the Messiah as a warrior priest, teacher taught the then ancient concepts of the law of Moses, the original teachings of Jacob, Yisrael is a jarring knowledge experience to modern society. Many today by the contrivances of Rome and the Empire Church of Rome now called Christianity believe in a grace-only doctrine, the abrogation of the law. Nothing could be farther from the actual underlying truth. There is a actual law that controls, supports, and sustains the entirety of creation, whether seen, unseen, understood, or misunderstood. The law still remains, and man has no authority or ability to abolish or alter it.
Today, ignorant people make judgments regarding people without the knowledge and experience base to make such judgments. Native American tribal knowledge has always been, at least to my knowledge, cannot judge a man until you have walked a mile in his moccasins. What is today called the New Testament, Paul states, many do not consider the end result of their conversation. Conversation is the umbrella term, meaning not only words spoken or thoughts one entertains and dwells on, but the actions one also takes. Much of what these actual believers thought, taught, and practiced has been whitewashed by the church as a creation of the Roman Empire. Anything that did not exalt or did not support the emperor as Caesar, the empire, and ultimately what was now known of and called the Roman Catholic Church as a corporation business, political state, has become anathema, absolute heresy. Paul is and has been accepted as a writer of the Roman Catholic epistles, their accepted spokesman in many cases, and a member of the Flavian family. He was also known in actuality as Flavius Josephus. He is the quoting source in the Roman Catholic Church's doctrinal platform, calling his writings the Catholic Pauline epistles. When we read Paul, we must consider that some aspects of the teachings are slanted to the authority claimed by the empire's church. History also seems to reveal that Paul, as I've stated, was also Flavius Josephus and wrote to support the rewriting of true and correct history in favor of the Flavian ideology, concepts, and views, even in altering the date timeline in many cases, actually by 40 to 60 years. And is the main reason why the Messiah and his wife, Mary Magdalene, their three children, her sister Martha, and the brothers and sisters of the Messiah the records of the Bethany sisters and Lazarus, along with James the Just, actually being Joseph of Arimathea. Pilate's wife was a very close friend of Mary Magdalene. She warned Pilate, her husband, that in the dream she had been warned not to persecute this just man. The Holy Bible, an authorized version from King James, is a construct. It is a metaphor, even a fable, with the correct fabric of actual lives and events woven into the coded book. Nothing supports a lie nearly as much as the addition of some aspects of real truth, being the mortar that holds the error and deception 
together. The uh, Messiah, as a term, was a war commander. And he actually was a high priest. He had the two wives as such, just as Jacob and Israel initially had two wives. That was part of the uh, rabbinical uh, priesthood and uh, the knowledge of uh, the law at that time. And uh, as such, they were the Bethany sisters. Mary Magdalene, she was also a high priestess, a perfumer as her mother, a Egyptian high priestess herself a perfumer, and she was the granddaughter of this woman who was also a Egyptian pharaoh uh, uh, as a father, uh, and her progenitors was the king of Persia as of Iran today. Excuse me. Now, credit must be given, as I've stated, to Ralph Ellis and his research into the historical data, and considering the attention of this knowledge by the Caesars and the Flavians in the Council of Nicaea in 325 current era, he is real accurate. He does have a few mistakes here and there, but he does call Yahshua ben Yosef, Jesus of Gamala, but there was no J until about 1600 current era. The King James authorized church-state translation, Sir Lawrence Gardner, in his research and writings, spoke to much of this hidden and altered knowledge. I have explained in prior writings and conversations, Nice, Turkey, is a very short distance from a place called Pergamos. Some call it Pergamum. And uh, some places it's spelled as uh, Pergamos OS, some as uh, US. And uh, anyway, that uh, was also known of as the seat of Satan, being the adversary and the major reconstruction of the then used scrolls, parchments, skins, and in some cases, tablets. It had been recorded that the equivalent of at least 45, and in some cases reported as high as 75, of what today we would allude to as books, although there were no books at that time. Some of the parchments and scrolls were cut and formed into a book-style format, but until the time of the printing press, there were actually no actual Bibles. And uh, you're going to get in there, you're going to run across a man named Pico. And Pico encoded numerically his name in much of the translations and the formulations of what eventually went to the Gutenberg Press, etc. It was printed out as the Gutenberg Bible, etc. Then various Bible translators... Uh, began appearing, each giving their own slant on what is termed religious text today. 
Many more scrolls and parchments, etc., were removed at the Council in 325 current era because they were not favored by Constantine the First, aka Augustus Caesar, the Emperor of Rome. Rome had to have a pacifist, not a messianic warrior priest. They couldn't deal with a warrior priest because the people, they couldn't control them. See, that's the same principle that was used to separate the warrior blacks that were taken uh, and sold into slavery by the Arabs and the blacks uh, to ship's captains on the uh, western coast of Africa and uh, brought to uh, America's uh, north, south, central, and sold and uh, used as uh, slaves and indentured servants. But... uh, that's known of, and if you study the Atlantic slave trade, uh, you'll find out some of that uh, terminology and where this true knowledge really came from. Uh, I discovered that the reason Pergamus, Pergamum, was called the seat of Satan was due to, one, the doctrine of Balaam, a.k.a. Balak, to the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, followers of Nicholas, practices, and three, the doctrine of what is now called the Libertines. This is very similar as some of the dominant types of concepts taught and practiced today in the modern church and her daughters as the so-called various denominations and, of course, the Vatican and the Bohemian rituals. These other churches or religious persuasions, whether they like it or not, if they are called a Christian church, they are Roman Catholic and are subjugated under the Roman Catholic mantle. All roads lead to Rome. These other religions known of as the Abrahamic religions persuasions are all tied to Rome. Each of these denominations are kind of like modern corporation structured business models as a so-called non-profit business organization and usually operate as a corporation also. These are also known of as the daughters of the whore of Babylon. Ah, and we got pollen out the Kazuzis down here. Everything's in bloom. Wow. When you study history, we must always remember it is a accepted fable as recorded by the Duffy Conqueror. It is not what actually happened. If it continually refers to the church or Christianity, it must be considered as a allowed Orthodox Roman Catholic doctrinal type teaching and history, and therefore suspect as to the accuracy and truthful disclosure of the facts or supposition presented. This is the case with the original Gnostic believers by many names such as the Chaldees, the Cathars, the Marcion's followers, the Manichaeans, the Merovingians, 
and many others. Now, I am not saying everything these groups adhered to and practiced were faultless. However, when you look at how the Roman Empire and the church murdered any that would not adhere to the authority of the Pope and their created doctrine of what is known of as the Trinity, called one God, but taught and uh, revealed as three separate gods with a maniacal disregard and elimination of the female aspect. Do you realize that there are studies and there are information that proves, uh, or at least uh, allegedly proves, that women, the majority of the authors of the Pentateuch, the five original books that we call books of Moses, was authored by women? Now, Bubba, let me tell you, <laughs> that error ain't going to go over real big with Rome. Nevertheless, the actual belief of ancient Hebrew Israel, they were then henotheistic, T-H-E-O-I-S-T-I-C, in many aspects very similar to the ancient Hindus. Accepting the Pope as a man, as the vicar of Christ, another created and altered term, saying he was literally God in the earth, the early believers knew this doctrine was absolute heresy. Should you not accept this corporate church's claims, you were persecuted and your lands taken by force of arms, your wives, children, and any place of congregating to worship as one pleased and followed the uh, dictates of their heart, all were murdered. Pope, Church and government wanted, as it still does today, to literally be your God and their man-made contrivances called laws to be the so-called laws of God, obey or die. Nothing is new under the sun. Government and religion are two sides of the same coin. Under the doctrine of uh, what is known of in term conquest and discovery to include manifest destiny, practically any war could be justified and authorized by the papacy as it is to this day. Recall as a <clears throat> explorer went to another land that was not under the authority or control of the papacy, they would state to any people, wheresoever they may be, quote, I come in the name of the king, under the authority of the pope. If you do not submit to me, I will hunt you down and utterly wipe you and your families from off the earth. And any wealth you may have to include all lands, confiscate and claim for my sovereign. End of quote. Sometime look up and study, as I've stated before, the spice trades and the decisions or divisions of land allocated to the various vassal kings under the papal authority. 
the spice trades was a very lucrative business for the papacy and the governments and kingdoms under his dominance. Just as the Atlantic slave trade, everything was and still is commerce-oriented. All people are considered as property and as chattel, a commodity. All are traded on the stock market here in the United States, uh, Incorporated, BIA, the Wall Street Connection, and the World Bank, being the Federal Reserve, and the IMF, BIA Banking Centers of Brussels, Austria, Switzerland, and the Vatican is the controlling and directing corporation. Black nobility has been practically eliminated by the rewriting of history. Most today do not even know who they initially were and where they came from to include the remnants of those people. Israel, as a Hebrew people, are in many cases formerly known of as Canaanites, Phoenicians, and also called Venetians, you know, like Venice. And yes, you will discover the blacks were given land as the Hebrews. It is not the modern-day area of Palestine known of as the Israeli state. That is a Zionist Rothschild property and are modernly called Jews. They as a group are not the true Hebrews at all, regardless of their assertions. I'm not saying that everybody that's in this group called Jews or Judaism is wrong. Some of them are really good people. However, the tall hogs at the trough that are pulling the strings, uh, they are a different breed of cats, so to speak. Just as Cherokee corn, there's one cob, and it has mainly four to five colors on it. Now, they are predominantly white, yellow, red, blue, and black. Now, this is not widely counted knowledge. People still like to subjugate people. And man has a way of directing history to fulfill their ideas concepts and claims, whether it's lands or a so-called chosen people. The Breton Woods Agreement and the Balfour Agreement will reveal the formulating of giving the Khazar and Ashkenazi people the land of another as their orchestrated, negotiated, and agreed to homeland. The only speculation was it had to be acquired by blood. This was a Paris Agreement process by the authority of King George as the Secretary Treasurer for the Vatican and the approval of the Papal See. The Balfour Agreement occurred September the 11th, 1922. Stop and think here. Why do you think the 9-11 event occurred as it did? September the 11th, 2001. That's like a harmonic date. Consider the date, as I've said, September the 11th, 2001. 
a great sympathetic magic ritual was enacted, including a human sacrifice and the theft of much gold and other valuable metals, and it was all covered by insurance. Have you ever heard of this little outfit called Lloyd's of London? They're one of the foremost insurers in the world in admiralty maritime law and to include the law of what is known of and called bottom reef. <clears throat> the event also allowed the Bush family to declare a state of national emergency and authorize a war on the Taliban in Afghanistan. However, that is getting into another aspect of this total gambit play in the high art of finance, along with conquest and discovery, under the guidelines that allowed for Afghanistan leadership to run their country, actually, this process is very similar to the old practice of colonization and vassal kings and rulers. The UN is going to be linked to this whole charade before it is over with. It is kind of a shake and bake sleight of hand. <coughs> back, back to our main topic of the Gnostics and why they rejected the doctrine of Balaam, the Nicolaitans, and the Libertines. The doctrine of Balaam was a prophet that sold his divine insight for money, for power. Many television and radio preachers do this today. He was also called the son of the bird. Balaam, a non-Israelite prophet, described in the Old Testament, Numbers 22 through 24, as a diviner who is importuned by Balak. And I bracketed Abimelech because he's going to wind up being the king that's involved in this charade all the way down. And uh, that's part of where Saul lost his uh, kingdom, and uh, it led to his demise. He was the king of Moab. To place a maldiction on the people of Israel who are camped ominously on the plains of Moab. The clergy and the ministers today are following in the same vein as did Balaam. Revelation 2.14, we read, A false teachers at Pergamum, Pergamon, who led the teaching and held the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit fornication. Very well to fornicate. That means to be able to have sexual relations under the consent of a or the king, where that term comes from. Balak in Hebrew was a king of Moab, described in the book of Numbers in the Hebrew Bible, where his dealings with the prophet Balaam are recounted. Balak tried to engage Balaam for the purpose of cursing the migrating Israelite community. 
on his journey to meet the prince of Moab, Balaam is stopped by an angel of the Lord after beating his donkey. Tells the angel he will return home. I have sinned, he said. Yet I did not know that you took up a position to oppose my journey. The angel instructs Balaam to attend the meeting with the princes of Moab, but to say only what I tell you. According to Numbers 22.2, Joshua 24.9, Balak was the son of Zippor. I've included here um, an excerpt printout that comes from Wikipedia, and it gives the title of King of Moab and the family of Zippor, and the spouse was uh, uh, Ammonia, or um, Ammonah, uh, the relatives of Edom, grandson. Uh, religion was Shemosh, the nationality Moab, the birthplace, kingdom of Moab, and the death place, the kingdom of Moab. Now, in the preceding chapter of Numbers, the Israelites seeking the promised land following their exodus from Egypt had defeated the Canaanites at a place named Ormah, as well as the Amorites and the people of Bashan, and next approached Moab. Biblical narrative stresses the fears of the people of Moab who were exceedingly afraid and sick with dread. That's the uh, New King James Version. Or terrified uh, in the uh, GNT. And their fears uh, appear to relate to the size of the Israelite population and the consequent resource depletion which could be expected if they were permitted to occupy Moabite land. Balak initially conferred with his Midianite allies in order to block Israelite settlement before sending his elders to seek Balaam's curse on them. Midianites appear to have been co-located with the Moabites according to the Targum of Jonathan. They were one alliance of people at this time, therefore had a common interest in preventing Israelite settlement of the area. Boy, here's where the rubber meets the road. After his mission with Balaam to curse Israelites failed, Balak decided to ally with the Midianites to gather their women in order to lead Israelite men astray in adultery. Dad, gum to adulterate, to mingle the seed, to break the genetic purity, and it has certain reasons for doing so. Other sources detailing the story of Balak are in Numbers 22 through 24, Judges 11, verse 25. This is the only time in the Bible that Balak is not mentioned in direct conjunction with Balaam. Also at Micah 6 and verse 5. According to the pulpit commentary, Balak seems to be mentioned by name on a papyrus in the British Museum. 
uh, the supremacy of the clergy over the flock, so to speak. In the time of King Edward, he required more taxes in his coffers. And he, as per his privy council, which was the clergy and counselors, was instructed to authorize a, quote, <coughs> excuse me, a license, end of quote. That being permission to break the law. Next question is, what law? Granting permission to, quote, fornicate under the authority and consent of the king for a fee, end of quote. This is what you know of today as the marriage license. See Black's Law Dictionary, 5th edition. I believe you can also find it in the 6th. It's called misogyny, M-I-S-E-G-A-N-Y. It means to mingle the races. Now, that is in direct contradiction to what Jacob instructed. The doctrine of the Nicolaitans. It was reported that Nicholas had a beautiful wife and that he allowed the brethren to have her in intimate relationships. He evidently used the doctrine of what they now call grace as a license to adulterate the familial lineage. However, the scriptural teaching that if a brother was dead, and this has been understood to also mean he was impotent, technically dead. Another brother was to go into the wife and give her seed to become pregnant, and the child was to be raised up as if the dead or impotent brother was the father. The woman's inheritance is her children. You have to kind of understand what in the thunder they're talking about and why. Scriptural teaching was stretched to allow adultery with anyone within the circle of believers and those without. That's where the rubber met the road again. This was a direct contradiction to the original Gnostic knowledge teaching where only within the circle of believers this practice was allowed as they were not allowed to give their sons, daughters, and their wives to the heathen or non-believers round about. This is the same teaching of the Old Testament scriptures where Jacob Israel instructed his children to only marry within the circle of family lineage, a half-brother to a half-sister, etc. Similar teachings and practices were practiced by the Egyptians in the Pharaoh and priestly lineages, and in certain cases, a full brother to a full sister, a father to a daughter, or a mother to a son, an uncle to a, a niece, uh, or aunt to a nephew. I mean, they had certain things that they done. That's common today with the royal houses in Europe. But it's not openly taught or disclosed. However, a fault or a defect could not be married or paired together as this would establish the fault or defect. And it would become a dominant trait passed on due to the homozygote nature of the pairing. See, most people, when they mingle, it's a heterozygosis or a heterozygote state. In other words, it's like two outcrossings. 
But a homozygote is a pure gene. And, brother, if you have a five-generation homozygote, whatever you breed that bull or that cow to, you will be able to see their genetics manifest at least to the fifth generation. That's how you create a million-dollar bull if you know what you're doing. However, a fault or defect could not be married or paired together as this would establish the fault or the defect. Now, the knowledge of telegony, T-E-L-E-G-O-N-Y, has been suppressed and practically forgotten. If a woman is impregnated by a man and she has a child, the genetic frequency of the woman will be changed. And if she then, or in a later impregnation, even by bloodline lineage, male, the child would exhibit some of the traits and characteristics of the first male pairing, whether he was in the actual bloodline or not. Therefore, turn the adulterating of the seed. This has been proven with livestock, and I was taught this actual practice with the breeding of dogs, sheep, cattle, and horses. As a practical geneticist, it is a true and correct knowledge-based teaching. They were... uh, known to those that labored among them and the purity of their genetic source as being without spot or blemish as pertaining to deformities. And if they were genuine believers, secret handshake was their means of identifying the true believer from the visiting onlookers. Paul affirms this, stating that, quote, wicked men, had crept in privately unawares to spy out their liberty, end of quote, period. Liberty is freedom in reality. <clears throat> Nicholas also authorized the eating of foods offered to idols, as in the feast for the dead, as is practiced to this day in New Orleans. They dance and party at a death and during the procession, then a huge dinner, and a general pick out who you want, sanctioning the mingling of the believers with those practicing other beliefs, facilitating the mingling of the sacred seed line frowned on by the true Gnostic adherents. That is the same principle that is occurring at Mardi Gras. That's why they wear masks, so nobody knows who's banging who. Certain animals were not to be eaten due to the fact that they were the cleaners of the earth. Some were heavily parasitic and induced destruction of the body and temple. Many today would do well to consider what they are eating and the parasite infestations contained in the meat and cooking will not kill many or all of those parasites all. You got to think about it. You got somebody out there that you uh, decide you want to climb into rack with. Uh, you don't know what he or she has been eating. 
and what in the hell contaminants they have in their body. But I'm here to tell you, when you join up together, dude, or dudette, you are getting a sampling firsthand of whatever the other has. Now, the wise and the informed knew not to mix the races or the bloodline seed with those totally unrelated. And, brother, let me tell you, you go back to the old blacks that know this, those of high melanin, let me tell you something. That great-grandma and great-grandpa, they tell you the same damn story. You need to listen to them. They also knew the methodology of maintaining a pure, healthy lineage, giving the offspring a perfect body for the spirit to incarnate within. This is not a popular teaching in the so-called political correct melting pot of humanity within the United States Incorporated and this country. This country is called the melting pot of the world. Whether and wherein is taught, bring your poor, your hungry, your starving, unwashed masses to me, thereby mixing the seed and not knowing the purity of the physical, mental traits and characteristics to include the defects contained within their genetic line. A defective trait can be passed to the first, second, third, fourth, and to the fifth generation. And sometimes it can extend to the tenth generation. Beyond that, they could not be bred back due to the polluting of the pure, healthy gene lineage. Inbreeding is not a bad thing. It is practiced by the royal lineages even today. Ignorance and a dominant and defective trait or traits, as with Queen Elizabeth, where she carried the dominant trait for hemophilia. She unknowingly polluted almost all of the royal houses in Europe. This is also why in former times in this country, a blood test was required prior to marriage. The monogamous marriage is a devising of the Roman Empire and the Roman Catholic Church's doctrine to limit the power potential of the families to prevent the overthrow of the Roman government. Government means to govern the mind or the mental thought processes of those subjugated to include their actions. <coughs> the reason for the first night in England was a commanded practice by the English of a nobleman or a lord of the manor to include the king. They had to be bred to the new chosen bride before her husband could bed her. She had to be bred by one loyal to the king prior to her being bedded by her husband. This was done to keep the people subjugated to the king and why the ancient familiar bloodline lineages were forbid to intermarry. They knew this was the only way to maintain the original purity of the bloodline 
and to improve it. I've told y'all this in years past. This knowledge can be found in the J.L. Lush book entitled Animal Breeding Plans, 1938, Ames, Iowa University, or College Press, actually, under the section Inbreeding, the most important section in the entire book. A direct study of the lineage of Earl Marshall, a Scottish Aberdeen Black Angus bull, going back to Blackbird. She is the foundation female of the Black Angus herd. You can run her lineage straight back to her. That's, that's the mama cow right there. And the famous Black Bull of Ulster in England and the Cooley Cattle Raid. And Cooley is the actual name of Cuchulain of Irish and Scottish lineage. Happens to be my daddy's mother's line. Cooley. The Doctrine of the Libertines. This is another breed of cat here. They're not truly called such until around the 1600s. But the debauchery of ancient Rome, the feast of and uh, festivals of Bacchus, Dionysus, and the Saturnalia practices has the black sun. Anything goes. This is a pure sex feast, homosexuality, a sex fest of homosexuality, a full-blown swap meet, so to speak. Young girls, old boys, the old senators love the young male companions, as do the Roman Catholic priests, and as in ancient Rome, anything goes. I could tell you stories that would rattle your tea kettle, so to speak. Sodomy in all forms. Everything was for external pleasure. The uh, Antichrist, as they teach it, is anyone or thing that practices a external system, a external type literalism. They had no restraints. And this eventually turned against the political system, and it almost caused a revolution in France. Remember, it is called Gay Paris and the Eiffel Tower. It is a penis, just like every obelisk, whether in the Vatican, London, Central Park in New York, or Washington's greatest erection in Washington, D.C. Excuse me. In a grove-type ritual or an underground cave or caverns, let's say the catacombs always at night and usually associated with special sun and moon days, eclipses and full moons, some even use the dark new moon festivals with their sacrifices. They only wear robes, nothing underneath, red and black colors. We call the bendy or bendu the bendy spot found on men and women of the Hindu religion. Saraswati is the black or very dark blue figurine playing the lyre 
and the crown of golden tongues of fire on her head. She is one of the great rivers of India. She has gone underground. She still flows, much like you'll find with the Blanco River in Texas. At places it flows above ground, then it goes underground. Maybe 50, 100 miles down the road, it'll come back above ground, still in the same uh, riverbed. You cannot join them. You must be born into them. Similar coven types are in various parts of the globe, circle of the earth. All those that are linked or taught the ancient rites, all do not know the real secret in Tibet. There are lamasaries and nunneries, just like in Catholicism. And they practice the tuna art, martial skills. Tuna is a fish. And the secret art of the womb man. Look at the temple of sex of Kajura uh, or Kajura. Uh, uh, that is why the Masons are looking for the sacred lost word. In the 1600s, this began to be taught. This is enough for now, Jim. And uh, I'll pause here. Shalom, WW. I included some links at the bottom, and it's called YouTube Sexual Practices and Beliefs of the Nicolaitans. Google. What makes the Nicene Gnostics so different than the Christian? Another Google. A comparative study of Eucharist teachings of the didact with canonical um, early Christian and non-Christian literature, viewcontent.cgi. Bajural, the Temple of Love, Ancient India Documentary. It's an exotic or erotic sculptures of, uh, of uh, anyway, uh, Madaya, uh, Badash. It's YouTube. Now, these next three by Jordan Maxwell, folks, they're in order. And if you really want some enlightenment, I think the furthest one goes back on here to 92. And it's called Jordan Maxwell Interview on KPFK uh, Radio, The Secret Origins of Religion. It's a YouTube presentation. Next one is The Occult History of World Finance. Jordan Maxwell Show with Curtis Collinbach, 4817, another YouTuber. And a brand new one that's hot off the press, Open Your Mind Radio. Jordan Maxwell, 10th March, 2019, YouTube. And the last two, Michael Serlanger. Hidden Origins, Fossils of Giants, and the Shift in Consciousness. It's a new lecture on YouTube. I would advise you to take your time and listen to it well. Last one is FDA warns young blood infusions are risky and it won't. Reverse aging, they lost the concept. They don't know how to use the knowledge of the starfire seed. Now, that's the uh, best I can do for you for tonight. And uh, Jim, uh, 
just going to try to put this in here, but everybody that's on my list, I'll send you the printout of it. And the man said you can do what you want with it. But uh, the fact of the matter is that uh, that's the way the program runs. Uh, the fact of the matter is that... Uh, Go ahead on, Jim. Brother, uh, man, thank you for tonight. I mean, as well as just about every night. I mean, the knowledge that you're bringing forward, I mean, it will do, it would do the folks on this call and anyone else, anyone else they can get to listen to this that seeking the divine truth of what's really going on. I mean, you're putting it out there front and center. We're not out here to to mislead or misguide anyone. We're, we're stating the truth as we know it and what is there. And, you know, it says to test it, try it, prove it. I mean, those are the things you have to do. That way you see for yourself, like I tell people, you know, I'm not trying to change you in any way. It's up to you. You have to make that choice. I'm just, or we are, and I'm sure White Wolf agreed it, that we're putting this out there to cause you to go I lose you hey brother Jim you kind of dropped out of there hello 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 yeah there were those at Thessalonica and those at Berea. You're going to have to be like them. You're going to have to go in and search the scripture daily to see if the things that are told to you are so. And you're going to have to look at your own poets and sages, people that write history from all over the world, and make up your own mind, your own decision. Um, I'm just giving you the, the facts and the history and the knowledge that's there. What you do with it, that's up to you. Um, I had a lady, uh, and, and I know the woman is real sincere and honest in her beliefs. She said, Gary, I've been listening to you a long time. She said, it seems like you have just turned your back on some of the things you know. No, I have not. I have been searching and digging, but I do know that the scripture plainly teaches. I come in my Father's name. If another will come in his own, him you will accept, me you refuse. Well, I know that the name Jesus, as we were taught, and I was taught from the time I knee-high to a puddle dust, so to speak, I know that that is the word term Zeus. Ossianus wrote it, 318, volume 10, section 12. A.W. Robinson stood up on it in word studies. He wrote a six-volume set of word studies from the Greek. And uh, it's A.W. Robinson's Word Studies, 1938, Lexington, Kentucky, Baptist Seminary Press. Now, seminary is the word seminary, so it, they're being indoctrinated with a semen, a type of thought. If you read volume six, 
it's going to refer right back to Posianus and what was taught then. See, the council at 325 done one thing, but I think it was 384 when they absolutely done the formulations and carried all that doctrine on. And uh, then when the Yeshuits came online in the 1400s, Loyola, um, they started restructuring because, see, if you look up the Jesuits' oath, whoever the high Jesuit is, everything is done to subjugate the world, its people, its lands, everything under the authority of the Roman papal see. I am here to tell you right now, I don't believe in that dude. They are as corrupt as they come. And they have proven it time and time and time again. Look at the Catholic Church pedophiles, etc. And let me tell you, this crap right now that Trump's fighting, it ain't just pedophilia. It's the literal sex trade. And that's boys and girls, men and women. And that's not even taking into account uh, they're going to uh, have dinner this evening. Uh, I'd advise you not to go because uh, uh, there ain't no telling what's going to be table fare. <laughs> so uh, all that's going to come out. And drugs, let me tell you, the Queen of England gets her cut off the opium trade. You folks well, might as well get head out of rectus. And if it were not for the high political and the corrupt-ass judge, justices, etc., and law enforcement, uh, they uh, could include the CIA. Because drugs, cocaine, opium, uh, fentanyl, listen, this is, this is just like trading in gold to them. George Bush, they didn't call his ass poppy for nothing. So you need to stop and think. I mean, all this stuff relates to a scheme that has been going on for at least 2,000 plus years, almost 2,300. And Caesar Tiberius, in, in Luke, the second chapter, established a tax on, get this, the whole world. That tax has never been rescinded. Yodine, praise the ball. Yes, sir, brother. Sorry about earlier. I guess my... I had it on mute and it didn't come off. So, uh, but folks, the stuff that he's bringing out, it would do us all uh, well to to really go back and look at this. You know, everybody's looking for that crown of life, and they're looking for, you know, the the things that the Creator has for all of us. But when it comes right down to it. No one wants to look into it. It says they would rather believe a lie than the truth. I don't want to be one of those people. You know, I, you know, I am looking and digging and searching and doing my very best to be the best I can and do the best I can and to grow in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And what White Wolf is bringing forward tonight, I mean... When he says he studies, believe me, <laughs> I, I don't think a, a librarian, uh, they, they might be a librarian, they might read a book here and there, but I think if it come right down to it, I think 
what was probably read just about every book in a library was as much as he reads. <laughs> and I'm not speaking for him. That's just my opinion. But I mean, but he does it with, you know, due, you know, due diligence and from the heart to where he can teach, where he knows himself and he can teach his children and grandchildren and his people, but as well, all of us also. I mean, he has a great and wonderful heart for mankind and uh, to bring forth the truth and, and the knowledge thereof that he comes across and things like that. What is it going to hurt to look and see for ourselves? Like I tell people, I'm not here to change you either way. Only you can do that. We're just putting this forward where you can see it, read it, hopefully study it. Because when you see it for yourself, the bottom line is you're going to believe yourself over anyone else. And with that, brother, you know, I really appreciate it. I really do from the bottom of my heart. I mean, because, I mean, it, it's there if we just dare to look. But he, like it says, they'll believe a lie before they would the truth. And I don't want to be one of those that's going to believe a lie. I mean, I'm going to look and look and look again, check myself to make sure what people are telling me, but also what I'm seeing until I know within my heart of hearts that that's the truth. And brother, I really do appreciate you. I do. And all of those that are come on the call tonight. But you know do your best if you can i'm not telling you i'm just asking you check it out read it again maybe two or three times and the videos that he's talking about go through them i mean it it might shake you up a little bit at first but if you stop and think it says a wise man changes his mind often but a fool never does and i don't want to be that fool I want to be that wise man that gave it due diligence to find out the truth. And uh, back to you, brother. Jim, I'm going to back out of here. Yes, sir. And uh, I, uh, I trust that this will help because uh, uh, there's one more part to it, number four. And uh, it'll show you what they've done in our country in modern times, um, to and including the school system. Um, and uh, Rockefeller and them bought uh, books and encyclopedias off of the market and then cornered the market on the printing presses. And, man, let me tell you something. Uh, that went way back in... Uh, in the 20s and uh, some of us have access to books that are reprints of those that come out of the 15, 16, 17, 1800s and uh, some of them you have to learn how to read them because of the way they use uh, uh, the S and the F and the I versus the Y or, or the J. Um, but uh, sometimes you, you just kind of have to get used to reading that way. It took me a little bit to where I got to where I could 
read it pretty fast and uh, thoroughly and understand what they were saying. But uh, see, a lot of the translators that uh, were translating for King James, hell, they didn't know a damn thing about uh, uh, Greek and Hebrew in the actuality. And uh, that's why there's so many mistranslated words in the King James Authorized Version. I think there's uh, there's between 30 and 35,000 uh, mistranslated words. I mean, uh, that's a big damn stretch of uh, a book, you know, when you go looking at the way they use or apply a term. And, um, I mean, if you don't study, it's kind of like that guy told me, he said, well, that word fulfill means to bring it to a complete end. I said, no, it does not. I said, if you look it up in the Strongs in that particular verse, you're going to find out it means to bring it into perfect, full, and complete operation, not to bring it to an end. He said, thank God I've come to destroy the law. Hell, I've come to establish it. So, uh, anyway, I love you all. Uh, MJ, that was a real good study you sent me. I shared it with a bunch of folks because that was too good not to not to give out. And uh, I uh, definitely understand and comply with your understanding in regard to that particular teaching. Love you, brother. I hope your mother and everybody's doing fine. Jim, like I said, sign off. Choo-choo, woogie-woogie, bye-bye. I'll be grabbing hat. I'm out of here. Yes, sir. May Yahweh prosper and keep you in divine health, brother, you and your family. We wish you our best. Thank you. Yes, sir. Well, folks, uh, it's a, well, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming and be, participating and being part of it. And as White Wolf said, if you choose, go back and, you know, Listen to this call uh, another one or two times and get the full gist of what what's coming out and what's being said. And also the video links that he said he's going to be sending out uh, with the dissertation where y'all will have a copy of it. And really contemplate and look into it for yourself because when you see it, you're going to know. And... It might make you upset what the system has really done to the people and how they twist and turned and lied to us. But yet, we thought we were doing the right thing. You know, don't leave no stone unturned. I mean, because the truth is there if we choose to look. And with that, Yava bless you, keep you in perfect divine health. And... Uh, uh, we'll hopefully see you next Sunday, same time, same place. With that, good night, everyone. We love you now. I'm going to end the call. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.